Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. And we're so excited today. We have our yearly tradition of talking with Amy Winter, who's the EVP and head of programming over at Lifetime. And thank you so much, Amy, for coming on the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> yeah. uh, it seems like uh, Lifetime's had a pretty good 2022 and uh, we're excited to start their, uh, their uh, Christmas programming. Yeah. I mean, honestly, cannot complain. We have the um, talk, top documentary of the year with um, Janet Jackson. I don't know if you guys oh, have yeah. seen that. And then um, we ran um, a four-parter, Flowers in the Attic, The Origin this summer. And that is the top new series on cable, on uh, as supported cable. The only people who beat us were the House of Dragons. Oh, so right. um, pretty exciting. Like we ran that as a uh, uh, as an event and it, it really paid off. Yeah, those it's BC Andrews, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, so those have done well for Lifetime. Yeah, it's. I think it harkens back to a nostalgia for all of us who grew up and read those books and sort of felt like a little naughty reading those books. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you guys are going to be doing a whole bunch more of those next year, right? Uh, yeah, we've got, um, we're filming right now on one called, uh, uh, it's the, the Dawn series, which should be really interesting. It's about a, um, a girl who is kidnapped as an uh, uh, infant. Um, raised on, you know, she doesn't know that she was kidnapped, but by a horrible family with a kind of attractive brother. Oh, right. <laughs> and right. Uh, and then ends up going to school. Um, and there's two rich, really mean bullies who are, um, uh, you know, all over her, just um, bullying her right and left. And turns out they're her siblings. Oh, no. <laughs> so more to come on that. That yeah. was a fun one. Cool. Very good. Yeah. It must be kind of interesting for you to, you've got your thriller cap on and then oh we got to change to our christmas cap <laughs> yeah it, it is it's uh it's it's the naughty and nice uh of yeah it all. but i think that you know like we always approach the our christmas season with a little bit of a wink you mm-hmm. know and we we love when the scripts come in with a lot of humor because i just feel like they got a little bit more uh pep in their step <laughs> yeah 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 so last year you guys did the movie every day and uh this year you're it looks like you're kind of doing a groups of three and four yes we took a look at our strategy from last year and we decided that we you know i think we did about 34 35 movies last year this year we um decided to do 26 what we wanted to do is we really wanted to upsize some of them you know um do some some additional casting and um, focus around the premieres, mostly around the weekends. I think it was hard for people to keep up with all of our premieres. <laughs> it's true. Even yeah. I, even I didn't get all of them because I uh, I went to um, Disneyland on Christmas Day, and so the ones that were uh, Christmas week, I didn't I didn't watch those ones. <laughs> yeah, I did pretty good. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It gets, it gets the, the sheer volume of it. Yeah. So we just, you know, there's a saying like fewer, bigger, better. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really the strategy we tried to apply this year. Yeah. Cause my favorite movie from lifetime, one of my favorites of the whole season last year, ghost of Christmas past was one that was just on like a Tuesday. And so a lot of people didn't see it. And so I've, I've been doing my all this year to, to, least inform our audiences about that movie and we had the direct we, we've had the writer we've had uh, the star on um we've talked about it uh on one of our own friendship episodes so i really loved i thought that was a really good movie uh but yeah it, it was on a tuesday and so it didn't really get noticed that much 
I swear you are like the greatest encyclopedia of all <laughs> things, Christmas movie, holiday movies. It's just, yeah. it's amazing to me. I'm just so impressed, especially because oftentimes that, you know, the, we try to challenge ourselves to have breakout titles so that uh -huh. you can remember them, but you know, like you're like, wait, which one, who was in that one? Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of times I'm like the, the movie that had Mario Lopez because <laughs> yes. the titles oftentimes have very little to even do with the movie at least on Hallmark <laughs> and uh, well, that's very easy to say um, it's a, especially the ones that I really loved and that was one that I really loved so anyway um, we're excited to see what they come up with this year and I think that that strategy is going to work out better for you with the with the with the weekend hubs yeah, I'm like I'm excited about it, and I, and like I have a I have a list next to me too because I was so impressed by this. But I think that one of the other things that Lifetime really leans into uh, acting talent that come that come with musical backgrounds, you know, mm -hmm. is like really fantastic when you can put those two things together. And so, are the the people appearing on our air um, or or involved in our movies this year are um, we've got two Oscar winners seven Emmy winners, three Tony winners, 20 Grammy winners, and two EGOT winners with um, with uh, Rita Moreno um, in uh, Santa Boot Camp. And we also, um, Whoopi Goldberg is an executive producer on one of our films too. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited about um, uh, the Brooke Elliott movie. I've actually watched that already. I got the screener and I really enjoyed it. And to have her, and I think it was Country Christmas uh harmony i think is what it's called yeah uh, but have her and brandon quinn together because they're on sweet magnolias and i love uh, that show and they have such good chemistry that was a really great idea <laughs> yeah it's been yeah. fun like putting putting reunions together yes. you know, like wherever we can so yeah ho 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 we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies patreon do you love hallmarkies podcast especially at christmas do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Well, <laughs> let's dive in. Let's talk about some of them that you have coming up. We have uh, Reindeer Games Homecoming. This is on the 12th. This stars Sarah Drew and Justin Bruning. Brian Herzlinger directing, writer Sarah Drew. So she told us at Christmas Con when uh, when we got to cover the red carpet for Christmas Con in Anaheim, in um, I mean in Pasadena in um, uh, in August. She told us about this and that she was so excited. It was her first time writing, and you know we love Sarah Drew. Christmas Pen Pals is one of my all time faves that she's in. 
and I love Twinkle All the Way, which is another one that I love uh, with her in it. And Brian Herzlinger directed. He's uh, so great. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. so good. He's been a big friend of the podcast. So this has, I mean, and Justin Bruning, hello. So, so great. <laughs> he gets more attractive with age, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's phenomenal. I, we were thrilled to get her back on the air. It's such a lovely movie. I have all the feels when I watch that movie. You know, it's just, it's a lot of fun, but you really, the, their um, chemistry and their romance, you really feel it. And, and the part about her dad you know, that just gets you too. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful film. Yeah. So this one, you have the, the high, the, her high school crush who was, who became a Hollywood star is now back in town, which sounds great. I love that plot. Yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> Somebody got famous, but then they're like either, you know, something's not, something's not going well. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> You forgot about us. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cute, but yeah, and she well, I will say she just um she's dealing with some um uh some grief uh and uh had a big big old crush on him back mm-hmm. in the day um that ended up being somewhat unrequited after they there there were sparks but then some it all kind of petered out so mm-hmm. yeah. That sounds fun. And uh, yeah, the reindeer games. So it's like a uh, Christmas competition of some kind. It is. It's a like, like their annual event starts with a polar plunge, which I want to say I will never, ever in my lifetime do. That does not <laughs> need to be on my bucket list, but a polar plunge and then a couple of other things. And so like very, varying degrees of where their relationship is, you can see their, their competitive natures come out because they are not on the same team. <laughs> I have never done a polar plunge, but I do know I have a lot of friends who have because uh, I love open water swimming. Uh, so, but just in the summer, <laughs> but I do have some of my friends who've done it and I, uh, I don't, I, I don't know. No, no, Mm -hmm. not for me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess some of them have like emergency and stuff on, on site, but I try not to do stuff that has emergency crew on site. (laughs) Like in general, I feel like that's a bad sign. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I I sort of feel like you, you know, I've always said that if I was, um, if I was kidnapped and people wanted to um, get secrets from me, all they had to do was threaten to throw me in a pool. <laughs> I like, can't tell you everything. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I don't like going I mean, to water. Yeah. You would not like swimming in the Great Salt Lake then, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> it's pretty gross, but, yeah. um, uh, yeah, so we're definitely, I think we all gave this one di- in our preview show. We gave this, me and Jax gave it a diamond ring for Reindeer Homecoming, Games Homecoming. I love uh, it. Yeah, because it looks really good. So then we have Santa Boot Camp, which you mentioned. Uh, this is on the 19th. Uh, Rita Moreno, Emily Kinney, Marissa Jarrett Winokur. Um, it's directed by Melissa Joan Hart, writer Michael J. Murray. Uh, so it's fun to have Emily Kinney back doing these movies. She hasn't done one for a little bit. We love her. Um, and, uh, Rita Moreno. So she is the, uh, the, the Santa boot camp drill sergeant, which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, in the Patrick Cassidy. 
Yeah, she, um, I, I just love the, um, this is, this is on, honestly one of my favorites too. Like, I just think that Rita's performance is so warm, but so no nonsense, you know, like she's just like, all right, this is, this is how it's going to go. And, um, really got a, a magical way of bringing around somebody who was like all business about the holidays into really understanding what the true meaning of the holiday is. Um, so much fun. Um, and I think Emily is great in it. And I love that. Um, like my, when I was watching the film a few weeks ago, my husband happened to be walking through, um, that part where in that part where she's signing, um, with the, the little girl who's deaf and, uh, and he looked at me, he's like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I'm getting all kind of choked. <laughs> You're like, leave me alone. <laughs> I haven't seen him. And then I'm like really starting to cry. Like just, it was, it's just a really, really wonderful film and funny, funny mm -hmm. and heartwarming. Well, it seems like it's yeah, it would have to have a sense of humor about itself with the uh, boots, uh, boot camp, Santa boot camp and her, the drill sergeant. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so do they it's so this is like training this the uh because we have the uh patrick cassidy is the perfect santa for mall magnet ed mancini's christmas so he's uh the mall magnet is trying to get the perfect santa so that's why he gets involved does he actually enter santa boot camp he he doesn't he um okay um, they, um, Emily is hired to, um, do this massive, massive event for, um, his company. And once the perfect, once the perfect Santa for it. And, um, and so she sees that there's this boot camp that, oh, I'm going to go there and I'm going to find out from the woman running the boot camp who's the best Santa out there. And that's who I'm going to go get. And, um, Rita Moreno is the, is the, and she, the leader, she's not taking that at all. She's like, Nope, I'm not telling you who the best candidate is until you complete the course. And so she ends uh -huh. up staying and completing the course and, um, there's a love interest there. Uh, but it's really cute because they're all training to be, um, you know, Santa's or Mrs. Santa's or elves um, in, you know, the malls and whatnot. And so they get, they have, they're put through paces on like, if a kid asks you this, what do you say? If a kid asks you this, what do you say? You know? <laughs> yeah. So was this like set in the like earlier part, like in the fall so that they can have the Santa for Christmas? Or is this like their, they're going to have a Santa for next year. I think it's in the season. It's in the season. So okay. it seems like it is. Um, that's a really good question. It didn't even occur to me. Like <laughs> logic, logic in a Christmas movie. <laughs> I think it's, I think it's they'd have the perfect of, Santa, but it would be over the season. Right. <laughs> I guess they're for next year. For next year. Okay, good. <laughs> Uh, but that must've been exciting when you got Rita Moreno though. Hello. Oh my gosh. We were, we were really thrilled. And, you know, I don't know. Um, we, we've had this script for a while and, um, and we in initially had Betty White in the role. Mm. Um, and mm -hmm. then the, um, pandemic hit and, you know, we shut everything down and, and we did not want to put, you know, uh, Betty White in any kind of, you know, situation where we didn't know at that point in time in the pandemic, we didn't know what to do, you know, like everybody yeah. was sort of feeling their way through protocols and all that stuff. 
So, um, you know, very sad to lose Betty. She is a national treasure for sure, but we picked up another one, uh, which we were delighted by. And, and mm-hmm. she's just, gosh, I mean, I, I, did you see West Side Story? I mm. loved loved <laughs> yeah, it was really 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 good mm-hmm. I was a little bit skeptical because I'm just like what are they going to bring to it but I I kind of I said in my review that I felt like it was kind of like going to a great revival on Broadway you know it's like yes it's all this familiar pieces but we're seeing it again with new energy and new uh so I uh yeah I really really enjoyed it yeah beautiful yeah. like sweeping you know j- just gorgeous and that that mm-hmm. costumes like unbelievable yeah just the choreography incredible oh my gosh the performances yeah yeah uh so yes this one i think is going to be a ton of fun uh, i mean it's cool that you we, we keep uh uh we keep having melissa joan hart as a director that's fun yeah. I mean, honestly, I think talent loves working with her. She's just, um, she brings, uh, um, her a game and, um, I love that, you know, the movies that she's on have that combination of heart and humor that we're looking for, you know? Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I laughed out loud and I, and clearly my husband can tell you that I cried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we have, I think this is your Thanksgiving movie, uh, on the 25th. Uh, look at the calendar. Oh, it's the day after. So the day after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, stepping into the holiday 25th with Sherry O'Terry, Jana Kramer, Mario Lopez, and director David Kendall, writer Elisa Marietto and Peter Marietto. And it's Follows former Broadway star Billie Holiday, who meets Ray, the charismatic owner of a local dance studio. And after Billie volunteers to help Ray with dance recital fundraiser, their collaboration clicks and romantic sparks fly. So I think this is fun because, I mean, you have Jana Kramer and Mario Lopez, who both done Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. So you know they have the dancing chops. Yeah, they, they're fantastic. And just... A lot of fun to see together. The movie opens up with this just great dancing scene with uh, with the two of them. It's it's just magical. But um, I we're thrilled to have both of them back again. I feel like they're beloved faces uh, that people expect to see on Lifetime. So he, it's funny that they've both been on Dancing with the Stars, but his his character, uh, a judge on on one of those types of shows. Oh, really? Um, and then gets cut grappling with that and, and returns home and uh, rediscovers his love of dance. Okay. So he, so which one is Billy and which one is Ray? Ray is um, Ray is Jana. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so he, the Broadway star was doing like dancing with the stars kind of show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then uh, it's for, former Broadway star. <laughs> Yeah, former Broadway star, and and she also, um, you find out in the movie, she also um, went to Broadway too, but uh, decided to give it up and and come back. And she runs the dance studio that he used to dance in, so she remembers him from he was like his her mother's prized um, student. Mm. Uh, and, oh, good. Uh, yeah, yeah. One of the highlights of last year, I forgot to say this earlier, was Christmas dance reunion with Corbin Blue with the tap dance routine like that was so lovely i i love it in movies whether tv movie or feature film when 
they stop to let the audience breathe that you don't always feel like everything has to be about plot that we can just be with the characters and that was such a lovely moment and it's hard to do in these movies because you have so little time so just to take a second where he's just dancing and there's no real reason for it it was very good i agree with you i love i love that movie that was the movie that my kids were most excited for because those stars, you know, they grew up watching high school musicals yeah. so they were like all in on that one. So <laughs> yeah, just that dance, just that dance routine was, yeah, really, I know exactly. Yeah. It, it was spectacular, mm-hmm. you know, like just, and just him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it didn't, like I said, it didn't really have anything to do with the plot. It was just a, a, a very enchanting moment. I think yeah, for everybody. Yeah. I think there's something really fun too, just when you see these movies where people and the, the dance and the choreography in this this movie is phenomenal. But, but the the way that you choreograph when people rediscover dancing is magical. And you know, I, I feel like even though Corbin hadn't lost it, you know, like he hadn't lost his his love of it, it still felt like um those personal moments where they just kind of like go off and do their thing. There's something very similar that happens with Mario in this movie too. And, and like you said, it's a great moment to stop down and watch them realizing, wow, there was a reason why I got into this and I love it the way that I do. Yeah. 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 It helps you connect with the character and you just don't feel like you're always sort of being fed plot. Like you can just, just enjoy it. I think I think that's important. You know, it's an important point that you're making about Christmas movies too, because, you know, that I feel like that's why we lean so much into the musical talent and, um, you know, in these the dance talent, because the, this is the one time of the year where you can really take those breathers and you can, mm-hmm. you know, most people are coming to those movies to exhale and just go, okay. Whew election season gone, all yes. that's gone, you know, like, and, and to, to feel like, um, this season that has the most tremendous music collection of anything out there, um, and let, let, let those moments really play out, I think is, is a critical piece, you know, and, and maybe that's, was the start of why we gravitated to so many musical or, um, you know, dance artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, uh, that makes sense. I mean, and it just adds like another layer of entertainment mm-hmm. is it's not only the story, which we all know these stories, but you have the the story, you have the actors, but then you also have dance and music and it just adds more. Yep. Agree. Mm-hmm. Agree. Mm-hmm. And having Sherry O'Terry, that's hilarious. She's so <laughs> funny. And Mario Cantone too, you know, those, they just add this uh, Mario's, um, Mario's uh, wife, Courtney Lopez is also in it. He's hilarious. And the role that um, she's playing is really funny too, because she's just like, you know, don't let the door hit you when he gets cut. So <laughs> it's just that's a funny. funny- yeah fun role to have her be in so <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool that, that'll be a, a that'll be a fun one right so then we have uh on the 26th we have the days of christmas eve and this stars kelsey grammer and spencer grammer uh, it says when brian uh conway a successful businessman whose family relations have suffered gets in a car accident on christmas eve uh, Santa gives him 12 chances to redo the day and repair the relationships in his life, including his daughter, Michelle. So that sounds fun. I mean, I love when these movies lean into the Santa 
just a little bit at least just give us a little bit of magic it it this is this is truly a delight um when i was screening this cut i had i actually had my kids in with me cuz i was like i can't wait to watch it i you know i knew it was coming um and there's they're used to a certain type of um movie from you know lifetime which leans a lot into the romance and 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 there's some there's some stuff in here too but i just knew that this was just his comedic chops are second to none. And this role is just so funny to think about a guy who just cannot get Christmas right. Watch him evolve. It's it's really, his performance is masterful to see, you know, he had 12 different days to do it in, but each day along the way, you can really see, okay, like doing better on this day. And then bam, this other thing just goes fast. You know, like the movie just goes so fast because you would, you would think like, Oh, I don't know if I want to see a movie where they read live the same day. No, it's, it's like, it, it's, it's beautifully done and it's funny and it is a great family movie. And her, um, Spencer is fantastic. I think people are really going to love that. I think that's Mm going to be a real treasure. That sounds cool. I mean, to have a father daughter in real life, leading is really cool too. Yeah. 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 And you know, there's a few things that they throw at you in the the movie where you're not really sure like what exactly he has to do to, uh, um, to fix it, his fate. Um, cause you're mm-hmm. like, well, that seems like that, that would be a logical thing that if he fixed that, then, you know, if he goes out and he like donates all his money or whatever it is, um, that that would d- be the trick that would fix it. And it's, it's not, it's, mm-hmm. it's a, he's got to try all these different things to figure out like what, what is really going to change my heart, you know? Yeah. Well, and we've had so many great time loop movies. It's, it's a really fun, uh, concept and obviously Groundhog Day, but then even something like Palm Springs was yeah. so funny. A of years. I love that movie. Yeah. Although you half the time I'm like, please no. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those like awkward movies where you're like, oh. <laughs> but it was good. There was even one. There was even one on on Disney Channel last year called Christmas Again, with a like a young girl who keeps experiencing Christmas over and over again. So I think that uh, that it's it can be a really fun trope to do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So then the next one that you have, uh, is a Christmas spark that you want to talk about. This was on the 27th and, uh, Jane Seymour and Joe Lando. Huge. What a great idea. Right? How somebody hasn't thought of this. Right. Sooner is, is beyond me, but, uh, we have director Rhonda Baraka and writer Irene Donahue, who we love. She's great. Um, it tells the story of recently widowed Molly who decides to visit her daughter for Christmas. She signs on to direct the town's Christmas pageant and falls for Hank, the town's most eligible bachelor. So yes. <laughs> I mean, I can't even tell you the chemistry and between them. It's just like, I mean, how, I don't even know how many seasons Dr. Queen medicine woman was, but, yeah. um, it's still all there. Yeah. Um, and they both look gorgeous, but the, um, the chemistry in this movie is just unbelievable and it's, it's really charming. So, yeah. well, it's nice to have one of these about like an older more mature couple should i say mm-hmm. yeah they usually i mean usually they're like in their 30s so it's kind of nice yeah when a little older so i think that will be fun we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the hallmarkies merch store 
Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Then, so then the next one you want to talk about was on the third. It's New Orleans Noel. And this is uh, uh, Keisha Knight Pulliam, Brad James, and Patty LaBelle. And it's over the holidays, architects and polar opposites, Grace Hill and Anthony Brown are hired to work together to on the home of icon Loretta Brown. However, when Anthony learns Grace is celebrating Christmas alone, he invites her to join his family celebrations. So this is the one that has Whoopi Goldberg is actually producing, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, and the last one had Tony Braxton too. So it was oh, like okay. a... Yeah, fun fun to have um, familiar faces behind the camera for yeah, us. Yeah, that is fun. Um, the uh, this this is just fun, you know, like having it set in New Orleans. One of the things that we really started to look into was, you know, trying trying to find like really interesting settings for some of the the movies that we've got coming to, just to feel like people were getting out and about. New Orleans just looks lovely and. Christmas in the Christmas season. I, uh, I think that this is a really, really sweet story about a woman who's really overwhelmed, um, by family, not used to it, not used to, you know, lives a bit of a nomadic life and is quite content being independent and on her own. And then this whole situation challenges, um, that notion for her. Mm-hmm. Which and is nice because a, a lot of times in Christmas movies, the idea of being having Christmas alone is like, <gasps> you know, it's like yeah, the worst thing you could do. Uh, so I think that's going to be kind of make her an interesting character. Yeah, it's really it's really a special and, and a different approach to it, and you can sort of see where she's just like, but I'm but I'm not your family. Like, why are you like? She's so doesn't it doesn't compute for her that like a family could be that welcoming and, and um and you know patty labelle leads the charge on that it's like your family <laughs> you know so it's been um it, it's it's a really sweet sweet um movie uh well and i mean it has a real life couple which is always fun yes Keisha i love that too playing brett james <laughs> so that will be fun and i hopefully that we actually get to see some of Patty LaBelle because I don't know if you knew her, uh, the Hallmark movie that she was in, she was literally in there for about 30 seconds and she opens the door to her house and says, welcome, Merry Christmas. And that was it. <laughs> you were all oh, like, no. you were like, what? That's it. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> she she's author- she's <laughs> Yep. She's the mama bear in this one. Oh, she, uh, she runs the business and owns this massive house, that gorgeous house that they, uh, they're supposed to be trying to renovate, um, but they see it very differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that'll be a fun, fun, classic rom-com dynamic mm-hmm. going on. Well, one that I am excited for, you didn't have it 
on your list to talk about, but I just thought I would mention that I was really looking forward to it is the uh, six degrees of Santa on the 13th um, because I love Catherine Davis. She is so delightful. I love Steve Lund and the writer Shannon Latimer is the one who did ghost of Christmas past last year, which I, again, I said, I, I really enjoyed. And this whole idea of sort of this re-gifting Mm-hmm. of the 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 presents and kind of the, the the santas i think that sounds fun so this one is definitely i i gave it a diamond ring in the preview i'm looking forward to it uh i feel like they'll have good chemistry uh and uh so anyway just thought i'd mention that <laughs> oh that's great i'm so excited that you're looking forward to that one another one that i that i it's a it's a personal favorite of mine too is um uh mary textmas Um, which is, um, it's so honestly, um, the kernel of this idea, um, came from a a story somebody told me that actually had happened in their family. And then I was talking to my friend who was a writer and he was like, I'm going to write that. And I'm like, you go for it. (laughs) But, um, the premise of it is that, you know, um, there was a family of a big family that has a group, um, a group chat on their text. And, um, one of the family members, um, changed phones, but the family keeps texting the old number and the per- new person, the guy who's, he's like trapped in a family group text and he keeps going, let me out of this. <laughs> but if you want me to vote on wallpaper, I really like that second one <laughs> eventually gets like pulled into the family dynamics. And it's just a wonderful, um, yeah. A, a wonderful film. So <laughs> that sounds fun. I, yeah, I, I, I think that that's, that sounds like a very relatable idea, bringing it in <laughs> to the, cause I, I feel like I've heard news stories and stuff like that of people who have, uh, I, I feel like last year there was a story about someone who, uh, it was a wrong number. It got invited to Thanksgiving dinner or something like that. And then they just kept inviting him and it came part of the family. I, I think I, I think I heard that one too. Also, I, I, I think they proved that it wasn't true, but like somebody actually accidentally like dialed Chris Evans. That, that, did you hear that one? Oh no, one? I didn't hear that. And they one. were, te- they were like texting their, and then, and <laughs> but somebody had doctored the photos. Cause I thought, well, that's a, quite the thing. Like yeah. that could be a really fun plot where, um, where like, a uh, you know, somebody famous is, is finding, finding love incognito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned for that next year. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's good. <laughs> yes. Um, it's so you also have a new Kirk Franklin movie coming out, uh, that, uh, that sounds kind of fun. And that was a big highlight also last year, I would say. Uh, and honestly, I actually went on set for this movie, um, uh, for a couple of days, like hairs on my arms were standing on end when they were singing. It's, it's just unbelievable. But, um, yeah, they get, they, uh, they, a bunch of people get snowed into, um, um, a church, you know, a church and they had been, had big plans to do some or some other benefit, but they end up doing this benefit from this snowed in church. And, um, the, performances are just remarkable oh see you will will enjoy it even just for that and i i thought that the one last year did a a good job of bringing in themes of faith but not having it be overbearing it was it was more just about this woman's you know life trying to be the associate pastor and coming in and and all of that and uh <clears throat> it seemed like that one uh 
at least from our perspective as a podcast, that was one of the ones that we did an individual episode on, an episode recap just on that movie. And it was one of the most listened, downloaded episodes we had the whole month of December. So it seemed like that movie really caught on. People liked it. Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, I often get asked like, um, you know, how much, how much faith or, you know, religion is in, in the, our movies. And, you know, I just always say, first of all, it's the reason for the season. We all know this, right? Yeah. But really it, it should be organic and where, where it fits, it should fit, but you don't need to hit people over the head, you know, or, um, and I, you're right. I think that, um, you know, like even the culminating scene and obviously they're doing this whole benefit within this, this church and community center and the whole culminating, you know, event is, you know, up on the, um, up on the altar and it's, it's beautiful, you know, but I, yeah. to, to your point, it's, it's not heavy handed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what you want in, in a faith-based film is just to get to know the characters like anything else. And, uh, that, you know, it's an important part of their life, but too, too often in those kinds of films, they get just so focused on the ministry that they kind of forget the, the characters and the story. Uh, but I thought that was a, a good example. And so I, I'm definitely you know looking forward to it. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, whenever I've got done any kind of programming that's leaned towards the faith, the, the, you know, a faith-based component, I've always felt like it's so much more important to show the person and the lifestyle that comes from it and, and how they are naturally than have to like write words that speak directly to it. You know, like you, you sort of, you can, there's a light that kind of comes through and, um, I don't think you need to, to, you know, write, prose and scripture in order to get across. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am really looking forward to all these movies we talked about. And, but if you had to summarize, I guess, in one final thought, what do you, what do you say to people? Here's what, here's why you should turn into lifetime. Here's what we offer that's different than everybody else. I think that the, the, the joyfulness of our season is slightly different than everybody else. I think that we, um, we have all the love in the world, but we have a lot of humor to go along with it. We're having a lot, some wittier kind of bantier kind of, you know, out there storylines a little bit more. And the other piece of it, I think that we're really proud of is the, the musical element, you know, the fact that we really lean into that joyous piece of the season. Um, and, and inclusion has always been part of lifetime's DNA. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all, all those things rolled up into one, everybody's welcome and, um, should have a fantastic time. Yeah. Well, great. Well, thanks so much for coming on our podcast. We love talking with you. I really admire you as a, a woman leader and of a company like this, of a network. Uh, and I, I just, I'm really grateful you giving your time to talk with us. Oh, this is one of my favorite things to do every year. <laughs> well, um, do you have like the social media for lifetime that you want to uh, share or how, how can people watch aside from the channel? Do you have, are you doing them online this year? We, oh, I'm so glad you asked that we have. Um, so we're on linear then, um, you, some of these will be, uh, put on our website too. Um, th- there's a lifetime app They're on demand. We also have a channel called my holiday favorites by lifetime, um, that, um, some people can access on their smart televisions and then the lifetime movie club plus 
a whole bunch of other places. I, like anywhere they can put them, they're kind of putting them out there with our branding so that people know that they're ours. But it's really exciting to see how we've been able to expand to meet viewers where they are. Um, I mean, I hope that they come to the linear channel because, uh, uh, you know, that's going to have the uh, really, you know, you'll get it there first, yeah. right? <laughs> well, very good. We'll have all that information in the description. And thanks again. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you. Okay, bye. We'd like to thank Amy for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get to talk with her. Please let us know your thoughts of all the things we talked about in the comment section or on Twitter. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So check that out. Also, make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews five stars. It really helps us a lot. It helps people to be able to find us when they're searching for Christmas podcasts. So please, 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 please help us with that. And uh, if you are watching on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that so, so much. We also have the patron group, which just for a few dollars a month, you can help us to be able to keep doing what we're doing and get awesome perks. Uh, so please take a look at that. Also check out the merch store where we have lots of new festive designs. And uh, thanks again to Amy and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye.